0: Greetings ghouls! It's time to discuss Disgust and dissect
1: Alright No normal mind can imagine And now, introducing our hosts The gruesome twosome Mike Mike and and Jeremy! We are fans of the dead Yeah, they're dead, they're
0: up.
1: Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I am Mike.
0: And apparently I am JerBear.
1: Jer Bear. How you doing? What's up, What's bro? What's going on?
0: Yeah, uh, apparently that is my new nickname from the guys at Slash U, which I want to give them a shout out. That was a lot of fun collaborating with yes. those guys.
1: Definitely have to do that again sometime.
0: Yeah, definitely. they are <laughs> a lot more animated at least than than, than I am and I, I guess I have to work on that
1: Jer Bear I know you can
0: actually our, our, our buddy Josh sent me a text he goes you do realize from now on you are now Jer Bear
1: <laughs> I have it in my notes too so yeah it's locked in <laughs>
0: great <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah so I guess there's <laughs> no segue at all we're just going right into Nightmare on Elm Street part 3 Dream Warriors.
0: Yeah, this was my birthday pick this year.
1: Happy birthday. Alright, so, I got a lot of recipes. This is
0: a recipe for disaster.
1: We're starting with some Hypnosil and Terrence Fix.
0: Uh, You're, like, able to print out the label?
1: No, I got a
0: prescription. Sure. Those minty Tic Tacs.
1: Oh, these aren't Tic Tacs What the fuck is this Now It says take one nightly <laughs> Oh that's Oh <laughs> Oh wow I don't know what They put in that Hypnosil but Ooh, Okay Now for Terrence Fick,
0: Nothing like some Hypnosil and
1: bud Yeah Gotta wash it down with something <laughs> Let's oh. get high <laughs> What the fuck
0: For those who can't see Mike just syringed Something into his mouth Alright <sighs>
1: uh, That's blue Carousel and mints. Looks just like the shit That Freddy injected Into her track marks Like That is like one of the the Scenes that gets me when her track yeah. marks are like Feed me, feed me. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> all right. But for the the main dish, I made a furnace-smoked bourbon barbecue pulled pork with a crispy apple slaw. Now, for pictures' sake, I, I mean, I didn't do it because I don't really like raisins in my fucking food. Um, but if you want to add the extra touch with the, you know, the, have the flies flying all over the pig roast, you just mm. add a couple raisins, it looks like. Looks like flies. It's pretty good. I could not obtain a pig head. I'm sorry, Jeremy. That would have been awesome for us to, like, eat a full pig
0: head See, to our faces. But I was also wondering if you were going to go in another direction and went with, uh, like, a tripe dish because of the tongue, So you could have, like, cow tongue.
1: Uh, a little lengua. Sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, beef tongue. It's actually really delicious if you have, like, a lengua taco. It Like, the meat just, like... It melts in your mouth. It's so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so for a drink... The more you know. So I, I always try to find some sort of like a themed drink, and I, I haven't been able to recently, but I, I was really kind of stretching here. So, you know, usually if you have bad dreams and, you know, you don't want to go to sleep at night, you know, you put on a nightlight in your, in your room, you know, for some comfort.
1: I feel a big stretch coming up. Yeah,
0: so I tried this...
1: What is it, fucking Glow Worms?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this Night Light Craft
1: Beer. Okay. So... Spelled N-I-T. Oh, the, all the... Uh, yeah, it's like Light Bright. Night Shift. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they make a lot of good fucking beer.
0: So I have not tried it yet. It's pretty good. Nice. Alright. Okay.
1: Born the bastard son of a hundred maniacs, demented killer Freddy Krueger is back for fresh victims in this Hallucinatory Shocker, co-written by original creator Wes Craven. The last of the Elm Street kids are now at a psychiatric ward where Freddy haunts their dreams with unspeakable horrors. Their only hope is dream researcher and fellow survivor Nancy Thompson, who helps them battle the supernatural psycho on his own hellish turf, starring Patricia Arquette and Academy Award nominee Lawrence Fishburne, although he's credited as Larry in this, and directed by Chuck Russell, who also made such great movies as The Motherfucking Mask. Yeah. Dream Warriors is both a horrific and hysterical trip, says L.A. Herald Examiner.
0: Wes Craven obviously didn't have anything to do with Freddy's Revenge, but apparently, you know, because he didn't think that the franchise really had the legs to like keep going. Apparently, he saw the air of his ways and jumped right back in with this one.
1: Yeah, he wasn't thrilled with the direction that they went in part two. Uh, part two seems to be a lot of people's favorite, um, but he had more ideas. He actually pitched New Nightmare at this time, and the studio was like, nah, nah, that ain't going to work, bro. Yeah. So he, he came up with, with Dream Warriors.
0: Yeah, because it was the I guess the original premise was going to be like the, he was going to invade the real world and take down the actors that were from the original one, which is like you said was New Nightmare, but apparently was also the inspiration for Return to Horror High. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, one was slightly better than the other. Yeah, <laughs> I still love Return to Horror High.
1: It's something.
0: It's a movie.
1: <laughs> it is a movie.
0: So we just jumping right into it. Oh, yeah. Spoilers ahead. All right, here we go. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, 1987.
1: Sleep those little slices of death. How I loathe them. Edgar Allan Poe. Do you notice we how... He may or may not have actually said that.
0: <laughs> notice how death was capitalized? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: It's like they took death and they cut him up into a bunch of slices. And apparently, they're disgusting to eat. That's why he loathed them. It was like, <laughs> come to dinner. What is it? It's death
0: again. Oh, fuck. I loathe death.
1: He <sighs> was a dramatic little shit, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyway, so we get the title right away. And uh, we have Kristen Parker, played by Patricia Arquette, is uh, mixing together some... Uh, paper mache i guess or just gluing newspaper it's
1: like yeah she's making like a little a little paste for the paper mache and
0: yeah it's awfully messy looks like
1: yeah but uh, can i just say if anyone on etsy uh can make one of these it is super cool like i bet you i mean i want one yeah a little popsicle stick
0: elm street house oh yeah hell yeah i would take that eight days a week there's only seven days in the week sir not according to the beatles they have eight. Well, well, they only have two left. Uh, that's true. Fair. So anyway, there's uh, a couple cool shots here. One's like looking through like the windows of the house, like through the other side while she's like putting the stuff together. It's 1.20 a.m. She does not want to go to sleep, so she cranks up the docking into the fire. Great song, by the way.
1: Unless you have the VHS copy, then it's something else. Is it really? Yeah.
0: I don't think I have ever for noticed the that. D-
1: and then for the other the other version they, they got the rights back or yeah it was some stupid
0: I shit st- i still have the vhs so like i don't know do next time i come over to your house do you have a VC? you have the vcr right
1: i do yeah might have right to, here
0: might have to throw that in and see what what song that is
1: yeah because i watched uh i watched the dvd the, the box set and it was into the fire
0: hmm. but anyway she's housing this is just
1: something i read i don't know
0: yeah she's so she's housing the coffee grinds and, okay
1: uh, here we go Bonus recipe. Hold on, let me open my Diet Coke. Oh God, spilling over! Spilling over!
0: I'm not sure where he's going with it. Oh, I'm pretty sure I know where he's going with this, actually. I mean, you literally just said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is going to be pretty disgusting. Okay, so this is a bonus. It is Maxwell House with a Diet Coke chaser. Just get a little spoonful of spoonful of that.
0: I love my coffee, but no. Definitely no. Oh my god, it's so bad. That's amazing.
1: It is it's worse than I thought. And I did a small spoonful. She liked that big spoonful. Dude, the cinnamon challenge was better than that. Oh god.
0: That is fantastic that that just happened. Oh, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so she's housing the coffee grinds that does wake you up, though.
1: Can I just say like it, the caffeine hasn't even hit me, but I'm awake. I'm <laughs> wide awake.
0: Her uh, her mother comes home from apparently a hot date because she looks like she's was dressed to the nines. And uh so she's trying eh,
1: to uh, maybe she's dressed to like the fives.
0: Uh, it was the 80s. So maybe they just overdressed back then. I don't know. So she's trying to tell her mother that she's still having these bad dreams and while she doesn't look interested, her date downstairs is just basically asking for the, you know, where, where's the bourbon?
1: Where do you keep the bourbon?
0: Yeah. So she's like, ah, just go to sleep. Fuck off. You know, I need basically, to get late. Yeah. As she falls asleep, she uh, wakes up like she's still in her bed, but she's outside the Elm Street house. The girl's... Are, the girls are playing uh, jumper. This
1: was such a cool transition and I mm-hmm. love how they they do this. So she's staring at the the popsicle stick model yeah. and she's in her bed but leaves are starting to like fall on her bed and then it zooms out and she's outside and boom now she's like outside the Elm Street house. Like I loved the transitions here.
0: There was a few really good transitions in this movie. Yes. So, yeah, the girls are playing jump rope, doing singing the rhyme. Uh, there's one that's on a tricycle, and she's like, "Hi, what's your name?" And she's just like, Hee-hee.
1: "One, two, Jerry bears coming for you."
0: Girl goes inside the house. Uh, Kristen follows her, which ends up turning into Freddy's little hideaway with like skulls and shit, like that's like in the furnace.
1: Another cool, cool transition. She follows the girl into the basement, and it slowly hmm. starts transitioning into a
0: boiler room. Yeah. I was just like, Freddy's home. Yeah. We see Freddy right away. And she ends up in this room. Like she's trying to run away. She ends up in this room uh, with like all these victims, like hanging. Yeah. I was trying to like pick out to see if these were actually like victims from like the first two movies, but I really couldn't make. Oh,
1: please. Like they got all the actors back just to like hang in a background. Dude.
0: Even if they just put random people and just put the same clothes on them. Okay. Fair enough. She's trying to run away. She's caught in like tar, all that stuff. And, and
1: oh, I see. This is another cool, cool, like, dream thing. So, so Freddy,
0: he's so fucking fast. And she's
1: trying to run her hardest, but it's like she's stuck in tar. And it's like, I'm sure you felt like that in a dream. Or you're like fighting someone and you go to like punch them. And for some reason, like, the resistance, mm. it's like it takes all of your might to punch. And it's just like, and when your, your punch lands, it's just like,
0: Oh man, I've had like nightmares where I'm literally trying to scream at the top of my lungs and like nothing is coming out. Hmm. Like I, I don't know, that that's like always kind of freaked me out. But anyway,
1: you know that that's actually like a, a really common dream thing. Siri, what does it mean if you can't scream in a dream? much oh, premature ejaculation. <laughs> ah, there we go. There we go. Okay.
0: So anyway, the girl that she was like carrying while she's trying to run away, uh, she's like, "Put me down! You're hurting me!" And now she's a skeleton. Or
1: yeah, it's corpse. so funny when when she's running with the doll. <laughs> you
0: can tell it's a doll. Uh, she screams and wakes up in her room. Heads to the bathroom, and uh, this was awesome. I love this. Uh, she they have those like white like faucet handles. It's like a you know the. The cross or whatever, and she's turning them on, and then they like they're like hands and like grabs her hand, and next thing you know, Freddy's in the mirror, and slices her wrist, but her mother comes in, wakes her up, and she's holding a razor blade, and it looks like she just slit her wrist. Well, apparently she just did. Well, she
1: didn't. I mean, Freddy slit her wrist. And did you notice all that copper piping?
0: You know how much money that's worth right now?
1: Oh man. I'm going to break into the Elm Street
0: house. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to Weston Hills Psych Hospital.
1: And in the background, you hear the little news flash. It's like, yep.
0: just so you know, two people just committed suicide. We have open beds here at Weston Hills. We meet Max, who is played by Larry Fishburne, walking down the hallway with uh, Great Values Bill Maher, or We Have Bill Maher at Home.
1: I've seen a picture of the two of them standing together. They are definitely two different people.
0: They, they, that they definitely are. Uh, here's Doctor Neil Gordon, and Max is giving his take on you know what's up with the suicides, and it's all.
1: So yeah, so he's got a, he's got his own theme. He's like, so parents dropping acid in the '60s, and it leads to all these fucked up chromosomes,
0: man. <laughs>
1: That's uh, could could be yeah. like
0: yeah maybe yeah, sure. And as he's going down the hallway, we meet uh, some of the other patients. We meet Taryn, Philip, and
1: Jennifer. Great way to introduce uh, the characters, I thought. I thought this is a really cool, yeah. cool thing.
0: Yeah, we kind of got a, not really a glimpse of what each one is in for, except for uh, maybe Jennifer. She's like, oh, how those cigarette burns today? Yeah. Uh, Taryn, sporting the Dawkin shirt. Yep. Rocking like Dawkin. Well, Rocking like Dawkin. I love Dawkins. When he gets to Kincaid's room, apparently he has a problem with aggression. Yep. So I guess, I was just reading actually, when he, he didn't want to audition for this movie.
1: Oh, this was hilarious, yeah.
0: (laughs) So he, apparently it was pouring rain, he had to walk to the audition, and then he had to wait like a couple hours or whatever the hell it was. And then the guy's like, eh, do whatever you want. And I don't know if this just pissed him off or he just did whatever he wanted. And he just started going off. It's like, fuck ah, fuck you, you,
1: <laughs> you uh, sir. Are wow! Hired. Now it's funny because it could two ways. Was it perfect for the role? And he's like, "Oh, that's that's great. I like that for the character." Or he's just like, "Holy shit! This
0: guy's gonna kill me." You got the job. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, uh, but yeah. So he um, has some aggression issues. Uh, we meet Dr. Sims. She pops up and lets Neil know that there's someone new coming in, but. Dr. Gordon, Neil, he does not want some new hotshot grad student coming in and, um, you know, messing around with his shit, basically. Yeah. But uh, Dr. Sims gives her high praises and says, you know, she's done some amazing things already. Now they're both paged to the examination room to a screaming Kristen who does not want to be sedated because obviously she doesn't want to go to sleep. And, uh, you know, she's waving the the scalpel around. And uh, slices Max in the in the arm in her rage and starts singing the rhyme just as Nancy Thompson makes her appearance and walks in and finishes it for her, calming her down.
1: Nine, ten, never sleep again. Boom, instant besties.
0: Like, right away.
1: They, like, embrace. Everyone else is just like, what the fuck? Oh, this is the chick I was just talking shit about? Okay, well.
0: Can we also point out that, like, Nancy has, like, a gray streak in her hair.
1: Yes, because only this is only a couple of years later from, from the first one, but th- that's how they make her look much older. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, I kind of like it.
0: Yeah, I, I, it works. It's good. So Max is giving the 25-cent uh, tour, as uh, Dr. Gordon referred to it as. Uh, shows her, you know, to her temporary office.
1: Yeah. So this is again so introduces the rest of the Dream Warriors, a, a pretty cool thing. But before Max gives the tour, she's just talking with was it Doctor Neil, Doctor Gordon, yeah, Doctor Gordon,
0: Neil Gordon, whatever, whatever is Neil
1: him. Gordon. Okay. Well, how about I just call him Doc? Doc. He's just Doc from now on. They're t- they're talking, and the common thread between all of the random symptoms, which are all different nighttime things like night terrors wedding to bed you know and uh her bag falls open and he notices the hypnosil
0: yes Uh, yeah because she wanted like backgrounds on on all the kids and everything so yeah and
1: and as as nancy grabs her purse and bounces he's like huh who's that over there a fucking nun hanging out well that's odd that's weird hey where'd she go oh right yeah i must just be seeing things
0: yeah max is giving the tour and then introduces Nancy to Philip. Uh, he's the walker who makes like these cool like puppet things. Also in his in his room is Kincaid, who Max calls Cool Breeze.
1: A nice Run DMC poster on yeah, the back.
0: Yeah. And, and basically Max is just warning that, you know, they're all good kids, but watch out. They're very dangerous. Yes. We meet Joey, who is uh, a mute. And was he mute or is he deaf? Or is he both?
1: All right. So later on, they mentioned that he used to debate in high school. So at some point, Freddie traumatized him enough where now he doesn't speak anymore. And you prick. They say nonverbal now. Sorry. But he can hear,
0: though.
1: He can hear fine. Uh, He can act. He can actually talk. He's just scared to.
0: Right. Okay. But I, I, I don't know why. I like I always thought of him as like a deaf kid. But no so he's so Joey the mute who has a good taste in nurses hello nurse but of course the other I don't know would you call him an orderly I guess I don't know like what does that what does that other guy do like I didn't he didn't do anything like it's an entire yeah m- uh,
1: he just kind of walks up and down the hall hitting on the nurses
0: yeah so he takes the nurse away and of course you know Joey's kind of kind of pissed about that but you notice at this point he has a tear on his cheek. Yeah, I wrote that down. It's. It looks like he's got one of those like prison tears, like, uh,
1: jailhouse <laughs> prison tear tattoo. But it's only in the scene. Yeah. As though, I, I don't know what the
0: hell was up with that. I don't, I don't know I, yeah, I'm not sure why that. That. I was. think it's just like
1: he's picking up the towels for the nurse. She's flirting with him, and the other guy comes, and he's just like butt hurt. <laughs> he manifests a tear tattoo. <laughs>
0: he's sad i would be sad no, too. No, no,
1: oh no, no, no! The tear tattoos don't mean you're sad. No, I know. That means you killed someone. No, I understand. So maybe that. in his head he killed the orderly.
0: Oh, haha! Yeah. yeah, there we go. So Nancy is now at uh, Kristen's house and meeting with Kristen's mother, who does not seem interested at all in being part of this conversation. She's such a bitch. She really
1: is. She's like doing paperwork while she's like talking to Nancy. She's barely talking to her. She's. Giving her like sarcastic yeah comments it's like oh,
0: has she always had like yeah she always had dreams oh when I took away her credit cards <laughs> fuck off
1: yeah. in in the background there's,
0: there's pictures uh, of her all <laughs> these
1: framed pictures yeah they're all of her like, what the what the fuck so obviously she's got money because she uh, says you know she's like Teresa grab Kristen's shit yeah and. So she's got like a really nice house. She's got a maid, I'm assuming, or some kind of worker. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if she was like a, a celebrity or something.
0: Nah, I have no idea. And so washed up celebrity. So Nancy's like, no, nah, it's fine. Like it, it, it's all good. I'll I'll go up and get her stuff. And of course she walks in and sees a popsicle stick bottle of her old house. Yeah. She's like, oh shit. Like, wow. This was kind of interesting, as you know. In the time that we are, so so Dr. Gordon is now going through some documents on what we call a floppy disk.
1: Yeah, and I I loved how he's hitting the keys and he's like typing shit. <laughs> and he's just randomly typing, and it, and it's just like a slow scroll <laughs> down. Like all, like in reality he should just be hitting the down button, but he like they don't know how to use computers yet because this is like what do you say eighty seven? Yeah. <laughs> So he's just, like, randomly smashing keys, like, like the monkey in that meme.
0: But, okay, so, like, all this information's on a floppy disk. Like, like he didn't have the internet. Like, somebody, he had to go somewhere and get this informational disk from somebody.
1: Uh, no, there was a lot of pharmaceuticals on there. It yes. wasn't just hypnosil, but hypnosil, which is an experimental drug, just happens to be on this. So, like, I, I don't know where he found this information.
0: I I don't know. So, yeah, Hypnosil essentially is just a dream suppressant.
1: Yeah, take one nightly before bed to prevent dreaming. Warning, experimental, do not take more than prescribed. 35 milligrams.
0: Uh, Kristen is laying in bed. Uh, She's uh, sketching. She's drawing the Elm Street House, trying to stay awake, but she's kind of dozing off. Uh, The door opens to her room in a tricycle with a blood trail comes kind of strolling in and then it just kind of melts. Yeah. And she's kind of like, you know, what the fuck? And she backs like out of the doorway and ends up back in the Elm street house. Another cool transition.
1: Yeah. And, and there's that really nice pig roast just sitting there on the dinner table waiting to be eaten.
0: Well, for a second.
1: Oh yeah. Then you hear all the flies and it just kind of, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, the pig kind of, like, jumps at her a little bit. She's now, like, an open room with a carpet. And this thing kind of comes up under the carpet, like, going around. It's going through the walls. The lights lights are fucking going bananas. And, uh, like, a freddy worm comes up.
1: A freddy worm. Wow, that's a... a, I put down vor snake.
0: Vor snake?
1: Yeah, so apparently it originally was pink oh that's right <laughs> the studio was like hell no you got to paint that shit darker because it looks like a giant penis <laughs>
0: that's right
1: and then it's eating her and you know that's a, that's a fucking a, a fetish i just found this out like i'm i'm pretty kinky and like i i don't get this one like to be eaten <laughs> or to to completely like like disengage your jaw like, oh, and then eat someone whole
0: wait that's a thing
1: it's called vor. Okay. Hence, vor
0: snake. Well then, I, I didn't know that. That's not not something that uh, pops my toast to say. <laughs> but anyway, so this uh, vor Freddy worm uh, comes out and uh, grabs Kristen and is uh, eating her whole, as uh, you you would say, and. She screams for Nancy. Now, this was pretty... This was kind of cool. So Nancy hears her while she's kind of reading in her office. Yeah. And then, apparently, she can fall asleep on cue.
1: See, I thought she was already asleep.
0: Was she already asleep? I thought she was just reading a book.
1: See, I thought she was starting to fall asleep, and that's when Kristen called her into the dream.
0: Oh, okay, but anyway, so she like she falls back into the chair, and this was awesome. She falls through the chair... And wicked cool into the house. And of course, the Freddy worm goes, you like after she stabs it like in the eye with like a shard of glass.
1: Yeah. Freddy recognizes her.
0: And uh, yeah, uh of course, she's like shocked. She's like, holy shit. What the fuck? Like, I thought you were dead. So Nancy brings the model house to Kristen and says, like, like, dude, you're making a model house of like my house. Like I used to live here. And she's like, you know, I see this in my dreams. You know, I used to bring, she used to bring her dad into her dreams too. That would, you know, kind of make things better. But then that stopped at some point.
1: And um, Because I imagine he died. Yes. Yeah. So can I just say how like uh, the whole movie is basically like lit with like a, not a baby blue, but a very light blue. And there's all these things that pop. Like, for instance, when they're having this conversation right here, there's a plant. And it's like a like really red pot, and and the, like the plant is just green. It's like there's no flower or anything. It's just green. So you get the green and red. There's some books, and like they're basically all just plain except for you know like a green and a red book. And there's like this through the whole movie when uh, Neil was looking up Hypnosil on his Apple two GS, he had <laughs> a, a painting, and I, I can't for the life of me. Uh, it was bl- too blurry. I couldn't figure out what the p- the painting was. But, you know, it was like it looked like a red winged devil and there was some green on it, and it. It was the same shit. There was like green and red everywhere.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and then she asks if the man her- in her dreams is real. And yep, he's real. So now we have a group session. Only well, we straight talk here. And uh, so they all they all introduce themselves to Nancy. Basically, uh, they go around the room The only new people that we really meet in here is uh, Will, who is in a wheelchair, because he had an accident, so they say. Oh, that wasn't no accident, man. He jumped. I thought this was straight talk. (laughs) And so, like, Dr. Sims obviously, like, has no interest in what they really have to say, because, you know, all, all these people have the same common, like, nightmare. But apparently, all of their nightmares are just a group dream or their group dream is a product of guilt. It how Mass she works hysteria. it. Mass
1: hysteria.
0: Right. But they're all dreaming of the same person. Right. Uh, Will, Taryn, and Joey are now, like, playing Wizard Master, which is basically Dungeons and & Dragons. And uh, Taryn plays her last turn, and then she's like, ah, I'm going to bed. Max comes in, calls lights out, and uh, Joey keeps first watch. And, you know, of course, Will's like, oh, I just remember, you know, one whimper, wake me up. Okay. Neil and Nancy are out having a dinner. I'm sensing a little bit of uh, something here going on.
1: Yeah, so apparently in the original script there was a little more to this relationship but it just didn't pan out for on screen. But yeah, they're getting some of the best Springwood
0: tie. It's also the only Springwood tie.
1: Well, uh, would be the best if you're the only
0: one? <laughs> but notice he's having a beer, she's having a coffee. Yes. She says her mom died in her sleep which is an interesting tidbit there. Mm Mm-hmm. And her dad, at this point, don't see eye-to-eye. Dr. Gordon says the, um, he's saying that the dreams are a symptom of, like, an underlying problem. And, of course, Nancy's like, well, how about we just eliminate the symptom? And he's like, well, what, with Hypnosil? With, like, your sketchy fucking drug that you're taking?
1: Yeah, and then she she does, like, the big pharma, like, drug push. And she's, like, really trying to sell Hypnosil here.
0: Yeah. He doesn't want to prescribe the drug. But she's like, you know, I know what they're going through. He's like, I do, too. And I'm going, motherfucker, I'm pretty sure you don't. So, I don't know. Phillip is sleeping now. Camera is kind of, like, focusing on his puppets. And one of them morphs into Freddy. This was really cool. I guess it was shot backwards because it was, like, morphed into Freddy. Like, they, they started with the Freddy head.
1: Right, yeah. He sculpted it and then just kind of mushed the features. Yeah, just
0: yeah. used, like, with the stop. Like claymation, like kind of thing. He cuts his strings, and the little little clay Freddy ain't no strings. The strings on me. (laughs) And he turns into regular Freddy, who obviously Philip sees him, takes the sheet off, slices up. See, this one gets me too. Slices up his arms like up his legs. And then next thing you know, he's walking out of his room like a puppet with, with his ligaments and tendons, tendons, uh, tendons, whatever.
1: When those came out of his, his wrists and he's being pulled by them. And then he's walking by like the nurse station and she's not paying attention. And you just kind of see he's not being led by tendons. He's just like sleepwalking. It's like, Oh my God. It's like, I love that shit. And then he just kind of goes through a door.
0: (laughs) He goes through a door. I'm like okay. Uh, apparently, if you're sleeping, you can go through a door.
1: Yeah, I see. I didn't. I didn't like that. But the whole, the whole. Uh, no one else can see the tendons, but he's so freaked out in his dream that like he's doing that. Did you ever sleepwalk? No. No. I. I. Uh, I had night terrors like bad when I was a kid. My kid's actually starting to 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 get that a little bit. But um, I used to wake up, or not wake up, but like you know, I would rise from my bed. And I would just do shit. Like, my mom was, like, having people over, and I, apparently I walked down the stairs through the living room butt-ass naked. <laughs> and I go into the basement, and I, I started pissing in the dryer. <laughs> and, and apparently, I that's, that's like, my thing is... I just randomly try to piss places, and I've been doing it since I was a kid. And uh, I may or may not have, have done that recently. I didn't actually piss, but, like, like in the- Jenna goes, what, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just getting some tismiss. <laughs> and she goes, what the fuck is tismus?" And I go, no, oh, it's, uh, it's tismiss.
0: God, okay. Uh,
1: I can't walk through doors, though.
0: Well, you need to be sleep. Well, you said you were sleeping, so okay. I was literally sleepwalking. Yeah, okay. So anyway, but uh, Kincaid actually sees him walk out like the room, and he's like, "Where the fuck you going? Have a nice stroll, asshole." You know, you you could be a decent person and try and wake him up, like, "Hey, you know, you're you're fucking walking in your sleep again. Like, go back to bed." Yeah, but they call they call him the walker, so he sleepwalks a lot.
1: So imagine how many times he has woken him up. Yeah, it's true. Although now that they're all scared about Freddy, maybe yeah. Uh, they like literally have a watch going. Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe maybe they should have just woken him up.
0: Yeah. So uh so basically, he's led up to this like top floor window. Of course, a Will like smashes his window. He's trying to get his attention. Joey wakes up and he's he grabs the nurse's like dinner tray. Her food goes like everywhere. He's banging on doors trying to wake everybody up, and they're trying to get his attention. There's a huge, like, Freddy in the sky with his glove, like, pulling the puppet strings. That was Like, he's awesome. doing, like,
1: the marionette yeah. type of deal. Yeah.
0: And then always, he's just like, ah, snip. And he's just like. The next morning, the group session is in. Straight talk only. They're discussing his suicide. And of course, you know, like this was just like suicide. He wasn't strong enough. And it, like everyone's getting pissed at this point because they're like, what the fuck? Like, we're telling you, like, what our issues are. Like, they're desperate, they're scared. And, you know, they just want to know what Freddy wants. And Dr. Sims is like, you're all fucking just batshit crazy. Like, whatever. And then, you know, Nancy knows, it's like, he wants them to turn on each other so they're weaker. And of course, Dr. Gordon's like, no, it was fucking suicide. Dr. Gordon is actually going to go for the Hypnosil now, but Dr. Sims is not very, you know, he's, like, fine, but, like, if anything fucking happens, this is all on you, buddy.
1: And, yeah, he he accepts that.
0: Yeah, and, like, Kincaid is, like, freaking the fuck out.
1: Oh, my God. Can I just tell you, though, I want someone to do this song, because he's just like... Ain't gonna dream no more, no more, no more. Ain't gonna dream no more. <laughs> Ain't gonna dream no more, no more, no more, no more. That's probably not how it went, but
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure his version was a little more solemn. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he he he's he's a little upset in the padded room. So now Jennifer, uh, is in the common room, you know, with the TV up on the wall. Uh, Max is trying to tell her, you know, it's lights out. But she's like, no, fuck it. Like, no, I need to stay up tonight.
1: And she suicide guilt, guilts him into letting her stay up.
0: Yeah. You know, him trying to be the cool guy. He's like, yo, but I, I didn't fucking see shit. So the other douchey guy, orderly guy. I
1: wrote Curly Mullet. Curly Mullet.
0: He's waiting outside for Taryn to get out of the shower and to offer her the the keys To heaven with some clean pharmaceuticals on club meth.
1: Yeah, I got the keys to the dispensary, baby.
0: And, you know, and good on her. She's like, dude, I don't touch that shit no more.
1: So he's like, oh, well, these beauty marks tell a different story. She's like, well, that's ancient history. And he goes, well, I'm a history professor.
0: (laughs) It's like, shut the fuck up, guy. (laughs) But like in fairness, like Terran's... The, the, the actress Jennifer Rubin like that character I guess had actually helped some like her fans like a kinda, lot of people like kick kick the habit yeah which is really good to hear
1: this was late late 80s like yeah not a lot of people were were touching upon recovery right
0: yeah yeah back to Jennifer who's trying to stay awake she grabs like a half like smoked uh, cigarette in the uh, ashtray burns herself and uh, changes the channel. With a big ass fucking remote and stops on the Dick Cabot show with uh, huh. with, with Zha Gabor, which apparently, I guess, like, it wasn't like planned ahead, like, what, who his des- guest was gonna be. So he picked Zha Gabor because that was the only person he could think of he wanted to see killed. It's, that's messed up. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though.
1: So, yeah, so she obviously burns herself, self harm, self harm bad. Oh, wow, you can actually text home. H O M E to seven four one seven four one to connect with a crisis counselor. It's free twenty four seven support is at your fingertips. So good to know. Don't burn yourself with a cigarette. No. 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 Or, or I mean, cutting anything. I mean, like obviously we're a couple of fucking idiot jokers here, but like, yeah. Yeah. Get some help.
0: So yeah, as she's she's watching the uh, Dick Cavett show. Uh, he's uh oh, let me ask you one more question. He changes to Freddy and says, I don't give a fuck what you think. And then, you know, ends up killing Josh Gabor. The TV goes kind of staticky, and uh, Jennifer's hearing like the rhyming, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you kind of thing. And these wired arms like come out, grab her, pick her up. He's like, this is your big break, break in TV.
1: Welcome, Welcome to, to prime, prime time, time, bitch.
0: Which I guess that was ad lib like on the spot.
1: Yeah, so it was that was a bunch of different takes and he changed the line uh, Robert Englund to that and as Chuck Russell was like, "Whoa, damn, I I kind of like that." So he spliced the two together yeah. and it was two different angles, so it it just worked perfectly. And yeah, there's one of the most iconic Freddy lines.
0: Yeah. Uh so obviously a couple days later, we're at a funeral. Dr. Gordon is he's hanging back from everybody else as the uh the nun from a few days ago, approaches, and she asks him what his faith is, and he just says, well, like, well, science, I guess. Her name is Sister Mary Helena. He asks, oh, yeah, like you do some volunteer work eh, when she's needed. From time to time. Says the only thing that, that can save the kids is that Freddie's spirit must be, he, she doesn't say his name, but, like, you know, the spirit must be laid to rest.
1: Because he's an abomination yes. to God
0: and to man. As that. Uh, Nancy finds him. He's like, Oh, I was just talking to a uh, sister so and so. Who? Like there's this fucking nobody here. Like you're you're a crazy person. Maybe he should be doing hypnosis. <laughs> Maybe. They go back to Nancy's house, like you said. Brown chicka Maybe they planned on something else here, but like it looked like, you know, something was kind of bum bum. Yeah, they're having dinner.
1: Yeah, you know what they were gonna have? Yeah. Brown chicken and brown cow.
0: How now brown cow?
1: brown chicken brown cow
0: (laughs) so he sees her malaysian dream doll which obviously is as just it sounds made up completely made up (laughs) very true i did look that up
1: yeah uh, like mostly from batman
0: (laughs) uh so (laughs) that's right dr gordon is feeling kind of helpless and he has no idea like what to do he like he has no control on like what's happening and Nancy thinks he's ready for the truth. Now we're back to another group session, but this one's a little bit different. It's like not an official group session. Nancy reveals to everybody like who is trying to kill them. Kincaid's like, it's like, don't blow fucking smoke up our ass. She goes through the whole thing, reveals that their parents basically fucked him over by killing Freddie. And uh, that they're the last of the Elm Street kids. Kristen is the key with her, you know, little, little dream gift there and you know it's kind of funny like dr gordon like kind of looks at her like weirds like huh, you kind of sound like peter pan right there mm. like a weird creepy smile i don't know just awkward I, I did not catch that it was just a really awkward thing so they draw the blinds they're going to try some group hypnosis with this like pendulum thing and a light and uh they're all going to try to go to sleep
1: yeah like. so so basically starts the pendulum it's the whole cheesy like You're getting very sleepy.
0: Your eyelids
1: are very heavy.
0: Fans of the Dead is your favorite podcast. So they don't think it really worked. And he's like, all right, everyone take five. And uh, Joey sees his favorite nurse delivering some towels. And uh, she's like, hey, you know, come follow me.
1: Now, I have to say, so this is the 80s. They're still wearing those, like, when you think stripper nurse. (laughs) Yeah, She's wearing, like, the stripper nurse outfit and not, like, Scrubs, I do have to say scrubs are kind of hot too
0: i don 't want no scrubs,
1: oh my God, please continue <laughs> so
0: <laughs> so she she gets him into this room, and uh she's like, Do you like me? I like you i've been like making excuses to like come see you, and uh switches back over to Dr. Gordon playing with the I forget what the fucking things are called like the the balls the pendulum the... clackers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, they start floating in the air. They're like, "Oh shit, it fucking worked!" They all reveal who they are, like who they like want to be in their dreams. Like Kincaid, their
1: dream powers. Yeah,
0: Kincaid is super strong and like bends like a chair. He's like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, leave the chair alone." Taryn is a badass, which I loved. This look with the mohawk and the like the switchblades.
1: She's like, "Yeah, in my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad."
0: And uh, Will is
1: Harry Potter, I guess. I can walk. I'm the <laughs> wizard master. Why is that funny? <laughs> he's in a wheelchair and, and he can walk in his
0: dreams. <laughs> I know, he's just I'm such a dick, but it just I and
1: my superpower <laughs> is I can lose virginity. Look, <laughs> my dick's already wet.
0: Oh, okay and uh kristen is apparently a super gymnast yeah
1: team usa shit
0: <laughs> uh joey is having some fun with the nurse who's uh kissing him but uh she has something
1: she 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 oh my god she lets her hair down and she's like i know you won't say anything it's like oh damn you know it's kind of it's funny cause, a little predatory right there
0: <laughs> you know susan had to go out for a little while and i'm you know i'm rewatching the movie and of course, I'm like, this is going to be the one scene she's gonna like walk in on because that's like what always happens.: Well, I'm
1: sure you rewound it and watched it a few times.
0: Only, only twice, but I don't know what we're talking about. But anyway,
1: we're talking about the nurse's <laughs> boobs. <laughs> they
0: were nice. you know, they' they're, they're making out, and then she like bites his tongue, like pulls a thing out, and all of a sudden starts like tying him up with with, with tongues.
1: Joey, I can't hear you. What bitch got your tongue? I'm sorry.
0: You feeling a little tongue-tied?
1: Yep, that got said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: did. Uh, so yeah, so basically he's bound to the bed, you know, arms and legs. Yep. And the mattress just like falls away underneath him into hell or like the pit of hell. Okay. It's a pit to fire anyway. Yeah. yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah,
0: it, it was. It definitely was. In the, uh, the the group room, the lights start like blowing out and. Kristen can tell that he's, oh, Freddy's got Joey. The doorknob is, like, super hot. Nancy opens the drape, but there's just, like, fire everywhere. The room is, like, enclosing in, and Dr. Sims opens the door, wakes them up, except for Joey, who's... Oh, my God. This was
1: fucking funny as shit. She gets... Picture it from her perspective, right? (laughs) She goes back to work, and she just opens the door, and there are two of her employees... With all the crazy people, and they're just all passed out because they did too much of the fucking hypnosil.
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, they wake up, except for Joey, who is now in a goddamn coma.
1: After this unauthorized session.
0: Yeah, so we meet this Do- Dr. Carver, who I'm guessing is, like, the head of, like, the hospital or, or whatever. And uh, he is bullshit, and he relieves Dr. Gordon and Nancy of their duties.
1: Now, can I also mention what was the the girl that wanted to be an actress? What was her name? Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer. So they rule her death a suicide, like she jumped in the <laughs> air headfirst into, into a, TV. a TV that was mounted to the wall. <laughs> it was well above her height. So how the hell did she commit suicide in that that manner?
0: Uh, I, I I don't I don't know.
1: I get the jumping off the the out of the window of the. The other building, I get like the slitting of the wrists. Yes, those look like suicides. But the the TV one, just that one, I would say, well, that's fishy.
0: Yes. Uh, So Dr. Gordon's kind of given up. He's packing his shit and uh, drops his papers outside. And there's a picture. There's a nice picture of him with Phil and Jennifer. And then he looks up at that second building that uh, Philip had jumped from or was thrown from, whatever. And uh, he sees... Sister Mary, Helena. So he goes to the building, doors locked, smashes it with like a rock.
1: And yeah, that'll... Yo, he one hit bricked that padlock. One hit and that thing broke. Yeah.
0: Uh, Goes into the building, follows her up to the top floor, which is an abandoned like psych ward that they closed back in like the 40s, I think it was.
1: It was purgatory for twisted lost souls. Yeah,
0: she's lighting like a candle, you know, on like a statue of you know, Mary. So basically, this was a place for, like, the criminally insane, and she said a girl got accidentally locked into the ward and raped repeatedly. She was locked in over the holidays.
1: Like, oh, my God. Like, really? There was no one else on duty? Uh, Apparently. Oh, you know what? Just let all those people fend for themselves and do what they want. We're going to have a holiday.
0: (laughs) Uh, She was found barely alive, and uh, apparently she was brago
1: not ragu barely
0: alive and with child that was amanda krueger yes uh freddy is the bastard son of a thousand of a hundred maniacs i almost said a thousand that's a lot of maniacs
1: a hundred is a lot actually two is a lot so true if i remember my biology classes maybe maybe more health class i believe it's a single sperm finds its way to the egg It's really only the son of one of those maniacs True. Just because, I mean, horrible, horrible thing to happened to the, to the mother. Don't get me wrong. But really still only the son of one of those
0: fuckers? It's true.
1: It's very true.
0: Yeah, so basically she said she has to, you know, they have to find his remains and bury them. In hallowed grounds. So Nancy is at Joey's bedside. And then all of a sudden... You know, you know, she's like, oh, let go of him. Let go of him. Ah, come and get him. He writes on his chest, you know, with his, you know, glove. Come and get him, bitch. Basically, this is all going to come down trying to find out where, you know, where the remains are.
1: Let's talk to my dad.
0: Kristen is flipping out at Dr. Sims because she wants to take the meds away. She wants to sedate her, all this stuff. Nancy and Neil head to Little Nemo's to find her father.
1: I have an asterisk next to Little Nemo's.
0: Yeah, I read what that was, but I don't have a footnote. I'm a fucking idiot. I <laughs> <laughs> I read there was like a there was something about the name. I forget I forget what it was.
1: Uh, yeah, something about a dream.
0: Something about a
1: dream. It had nothing to do with that stupid fish. Keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. Just
0: keep swimming. Just keep swimming.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's it.
0: She finds her father, who is apparently reduced to a security guard at this point, just sitting there. Drinking away, taking some shots, drinking some Miller High Life.
1: Well, can you imagine, like, as we've said before, John Saxon is always a cop on the worst beats. Serial killers, nightmare, supernatural things. Yeah. Dream demon. Try to explain that in your paperwork. You know, you got to file your paperwork the next morning and you write down dream demon. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be relieved of your duty. Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree. Basically, he's kind of blowing them off. He's like, look, I, I told you he's fucking dead. Freddy's dead. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, don't take so long next time to come see me. I mean, Neil's pissed. And then, like, they, they're kind of on their way out the door. And Neil gets paged by the hospital. He calls and Taryn explains that Kristen has been put into the padded room for sedation. Sends Nancy to go to the hospital. But Gordon's like, I'm going to go back and try to rough up Nancy's dad. And told them, yeah, you know what? We're going on a scavenger hunt. Sounds like fun. I like scavenger hunts.
1: We should do a scavenger hunt.
0: That would be fun. So Kristen is trying like hell to stay awake while Nancy's like on her way, like rushing there. Neil and Nancy's dad stop at a church. What the hell is her father's name? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I only know his real name. Well,
0: I know his real name, but like...
1: I, I know he was a he was sheriff. Now he's just a security guard. He's Security
0: Guard Thompson.
1: It says Lieutenant Thompson, still. I mean, he's not a lieutenant anymore.
0: Well, he might be a lieutenant of the the grounds that he secures. I mean...
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, yeah, we just want you to shine a flashlight into the dark corners of these corridors. Uh, You can be General Saxon, but my name's Thompson. Do you want to be
0: general or not, you fucker? (laughs) Okay, so yeah, just Lieutenant Thompson. We don't have a first name for this guy. Okay, it's Dad. We're just gonna call him. Oh, that's what I wrote because I didn't know his name, so I just wrote him as Dad. So anyway, stop at this church. Neil just kind of walks in, like dump. He grabs his flask or or booze bottle, empties. It was was a little
1: fifth, yeah. Yeah,
0: (laughs) fills it up with holy water, grabs a crucifix, and one of the priests is like another
1: bonus recipe. Holy water. Nice.
0: Grabs a crucifix while the priest kind of whoop
1: Feel (laughs) the light of the Lord!
0: Uh, So the priest like stops he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, look, here's my driver's license while I steal your shit. Max is now blocking Nancy from trying to see Kristen. He's like, look, you fucked shit up already enough. I'm sorry. Well, let me go say goodbye to the others because, you know, that doesn't scream like, I have an alternative plan like anything else. Uh, yeah and he's okay so they're they're all in the tv room where they they kind of i can't remember was was the tv still on the wall
1: i i don't i don't know i didn't didn't notice that that would be hilarious (laughs) like still broken and like burnt yeah
0: i'm pretty sure the tv was still on the wall with like a hole in it i'm like that's (laughs) insensitive
1: it's like it's got like the the evidence marker on top of it it's like number two
0: (laughs) dad and uh Dr. Gordon end up at Penny Brothers Auto Salvage. Because that's where the remains are, apparently. Nancy, Taryn, Will, and Kincaid are in a group and about to uh, decide whether or not they want to be all in and try to go get Kristen and Joey back. And uh, They all agree, let's do this shit, let's fuck some
1: fucking Freddy up. Let's go kick motherfuckers ass all
0: over Dreamland. Yeah. They all fall asleep, they all end up in the padded room where they meet Kristen, and then the freddy's glove comes through and starts cutting up the whole entire room and uh Kristen ends up back in her room at home with her bitchy mom revisiting the opening scene so we go through the whole kind of thing and then the boyfriend downstairs or whatever he is who's oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. all right so yeah this made it seem like well maybe the whole movie was a dream because she's like i right. had the most awful dream and it was like Like when uh, Dorothy woke up at the end of the movie, she's like, Well, you were there, and you were there. And then, yeah, and then Freddie's like, I said, Where's the fucking bourbon?
0: Yeah. And kills the mom, but in reality, the mom didn't actually die in the movie.
1: No, because this is Kristen's dream. Correct. Now, if if this was the mom's dream, she'd be dead.
0: Right. But, so he's still. Like, holds her head out, and her disembodied head is still bitching at Kristen for ruining her life.
1: Love that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> you
0: ruined everything.
1: It's like, well, you're just a fucking talking head.
0: <laughs> Once in a lifetime, bringing down the house. Burning down the
1: house. It's a talking head song. I, I get that. I, I was thinking of Reanimator. Oh, okay. Not, not. When he makes the joke, he's like, yeah, we don't need any more talking heads.
0: Okay. We're, we're not talking about the talking heads, though.
1: I mean, we're talking about talking heads. We're not talking about the talking heads.
0: Okay. Anyway, so Kristen uh, acrobats her way out of the window and into the Elm Street house. Taryn is geared up and ready to go, and she's walking down this kind of alley thing with Jake's bar down the end.
1: Jake's bar, shady alley. I love the graffiti. Did you notice the T and F in the heart with the arrow through it? Yes, yes, yes. I think Freddy Freddy was just trying to... You know, just trying to get it
0: in. Blades ready to go. Freddy comes out, and uh, his glove changes to uh, little syringes. Let's get high. Taryn's arms grow these little mouth... Little. Um, oh, this
1: was the. This was yeah. worse than the tendons. Yeah. I think the mouths like gaping open and like. Feed me, feed me. They didn't say it, but you know, like, yeah. feed me.
0: And obviously, you know, he just does his. He just plunges oh, yeah. the needles into
1: her arms, and he's like, "It looks like he's orgasming." Oh my god, it was great! Releasing <laughs> like his, it into his, her, his
0: eyes like roll in the back of his head. He's like, "Oh, oh yeah," it was fantastic. Uh,
1: apparently they they did they did a uh, her head and, and made it like blow up, but it, it looked stupid. I guess yeah, they didn't they didn't care for it. So, but I I, I thought that that was. That was the most rough death. Yeah, I thought. I agree.
0: Will is in some sort of hallway where there's uh, the wheelchair of doom, as I called it, on one end. A
1: lot, of, a lot of spikes. That's like that. That shit's like badass customized wheelchair.
0: Yeah. Uh, Freddy's on the other end, and uh, the wheelchair fucking like starts shooting down the hallway, and he you know, he's able to get out of the way. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm the wizard master.
1: Yeah, and he's like, in like the silliest (laughs) wizard outfit. He's like, he basically is nerding it up. This guy is ready to LARP, let me tell you. And he's (laughs) like, The demon's begun. And he like shoots lightning out of his hand.
0: So it was funny. I mean, obviously, like, Susan has seen this movie a lot of times, she loves this movie. But he's he's like I'm you know, the wizard master, and she's like, so he's a fucking vampire, like like I don't know, just because like the I mean, cape. He
1: he goes in his pocket and he has like this like this die that has like a hundred sides and he rolls <laughs> it. He's like, I got you to the tenth power, bastard of a hundred maniacs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he tried. You know, so he sends the the wheelchair at him again he blows it up with whatever spell he does he's like i told you it's power to the (laughs) 10
1: i don't even uh uh, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com and tell us how we do not understand dungeons and dragons but there is die right like you roll a die it is yeah you do I don't know. Power to the ten. Is that a good spell? Would that would that defeat a dream demon? Let us know, please.
0: It is funny. Like we we've gotten fucking hammered like on nights, and we're just like, dude, we should play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, I don't know how to play. She's like, neither do I. It's like, good, we'll fucking make it up.
1: There's there's so many other games.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So and then he tries to do the same thing to Freddy, which. Well, it didn't work as well. So yeah, I know.
1: he rolls. He rolls the die again. He's like, yeah, take this, Freddie.
0: like, I don't know how to play. <laughs> uh, is that good? Is that bad? Uh, so he basically just picks him up and stabs him with his glove, and uh, that's the end of Will. So now Kristen and Nancy finally kind of get together, and um, they're in like a kid's bedroom as the wall breaks through, and there's there's Kincaid. We still need to get Joey. And uh, Kincaid kind of goes on some uh, some little rant here. He's spitting some shit here. Yeah. And then a door just appears to the spiral stair. Where does stair that door of, go? It goes to like the spiral staircase to hell is like where it goes. Or to a boiler room. Crazy boiler room. Yeah. Nancy's dad and Dr. Gordon, they pull up. And this was kind of funny. I always look at the license plates. The license plate just says, The Beautiful State. Drive safely.
1: That costs some money it's like money for every letter and if you want to get a custom plate like that did you hear that the the women one had shart and one had fart and they met (laughs) and i don't know why that's a big deal but apparently that that a lot of people thought that was hilarious
0: i i did i did not know that but anyway nancy's dad's like oh the 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 bones are in the, the the fucking caddy up there The red
1: caddy. The red caddy. He's just sitting there banging butts.
0: Yeah, he's just sitting there letting him, like, try to pry the trunk open. And, of course, like, he's trying to, like, take off. And, of course, Neil's like, where the fuck are you going, motherfucker? Like, I got the keys. He's like, I just told you I'd tell you where it was. Yeah, he wants out. Yeah, he does. Nancy, Chris, and Kincaid reach the boiler room. And then there's Joey, still tongue-tied, hanging above the depths of hell. Oh, he's safe, though. Well, that's in till fucking Nancy opens her mouth and says, let him go. And he's like, okay. Well, like, I'm sorry, but you it's fucking, a, its
1: that old adage. You be careful what you wish. You for."
0: You fucking asked for that is, is what I'm saying.
1: Bugs Bunny should have taught you that long, long ago.
0: Nancy runs down, catches him as Kristen is, you know, going all Mary Lou Retton, like all over the place, like kicking him and flipping all over the place. Kincaid tries to jump in, like hits him with a pipe. And Nancy grabs like another like pipe, like a pole, stabs him and he's just like, "Eh, pulls it out. This is creepy, and then he
1: licks it and then tosses it aside.
0: See, for sure, I felt like this was kind of like a moment, not maybe not a moment of weakness, but like a moment like misjudgment because honestly, I feel like he would normally have just taken that pole and just ran that right through Kincaid's skull.
1: See, this is how narrative goes, Jeremy. The killer can be super strong. Like, oh, the last movie you did, Monster Squad. The dude could just, like, kill 100 cops as he's, like, casually walking to get the amulet. But when he's fighting, like, our main character, for some reason, he struggles long enough to get garlic pizza in the
0: face. Uh, You know what I mean? Oh, apparently. So he pulls it out, and they're like, why are you so strong? And he's just like, I have children in my stomach. So he, like, op- oh. opens his shirt, and, like, the souls of, like, all the children, like, are in his chest. This,
1: oh, God, they're all, like, coming out of his body and, like, screaming. The, the same guy that created the Freddy chest with the, the soles, like, screaming out. A lot of people have said, wow, that kind of reminds me of the shunting sequence from Society. Well, it should. Same guy.
0: The shunting.
1: Have you seen Society.
0: No I haven't uh, I remember oh, you telling dude, me about it I have
1: mentioned the shunting I've many heard times I've
0: heard about the shunting
1: oh yeah so anyway or oh no
0: <laughs> <laughs> he throws the you know he throws the pole aside and all of a sudden as Dr. Gordon dumps out like the remains, Freddie's like, oh shit
1: like it's a bag of bones it was a bag of bones it was a
0: bag of bones Freddie's like, oh shit something's happening. It turns into Spongebob. I, I'm i ahead he out. dips. So digging the hole, you know, Nancy's dad hears something. It's like, oh, somebody else is here. He's like, nah, we're fucking all alone. But, like, the cars start honking. Lights are flashing. Like, the cars fall over, crush the truck.
1: Yeah, the, the junkyard is, like, collapsing. So, all right, first of all, OSHA needs to get on this junkyard because they have those cars stacked way too high.
0: So Neil grabs the bag. But the bones turn into a skeleton, and he comes out and is fighting Nancy's dad, who then throws so Freddy,
1: him. Freddie Freddy possesses his own bones. Right. It's pretty cool.
0: Picks up Nancy's dad and throws him as he gets impaled through something.
1: But a cool death. Some, some piece of sharp metal. metal or something, some kind of jagged junkyard crap. Yeah. So, if even if he were to live... The tetanus shots alone. Yeah.
0: See, honest, honestly, I'm a fan of these kind of deaths. I love when people get thrown and impaled through things. Like I don't know that that's pretty fucking cool to me.
1: Yeah, it was it definitely a a, a good way to go for him because it was it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It wasn't like uh, the the fucking wizard. I thought his death was a little a little lame. Yeah. I think I think Freddy should have broken his back or something. Yeah.
0: So. Throws Neil and the uh, Doctor Gordon in the grave, and he he starts getting buried alive.
1: The skeleton is burying the doc. Yes,
0: in the fancy hallway, we're back in the wherever dream house,
1: Dreamland,
0: Dreamland that uh, everyone else is in. There's a hallway full of mirrors, and he's like, "Hey, there should be more of me to spread around." Freddy Freddie pops up, and he starts pulling each one through a mirror.
1: Oh, can I just tell you how all of the different Freddys, like, all had a different expression. It was really, (laughs) really kind of funny.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, like, Joey's, like, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And finally, he breaks his silence. He screams, breaks all the mirrors, which spits everybody out. Yeah, he's got, like,
1: a supersonic scream. Yeah. That was his superpower all along.
0: And uh, Nancy's like, oh. It's all over. It's all over. It's amazing, and they all hug. And then her dad floats in from above, and he's like, "Hey, I just crossed over." Well, what do you mean you just crossed over? I'm sorry for everything. You know, they have this moment. Everything it looks great. Uh, they hug, and then all of a sudden you see Nancy kind of gasp, and it's Freddie who now has his like, you know, has his glove buried in her stomach. And uh, yeah, takes out Nancy.
1: I have two problems with this. Problem number one: getting stabbed in the stomach does not immediately kill you.
0: No. Well, it didn't immediately number... kill her.
1: No, but it, it pretty close. I, I had a friend. He got stabbed in the stomach, and he walked himself into the ER. I mean, it was a big deal. Like he had surgery, and, and you know, had a, he was in the hospital for a while. But he literally was just like, boom, 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 boom second part of my beef, Freddie gave her closure. Why would he do that? Just you know, he's just like Don't worry. Your dad's in heaven now, but you know what, bitch, you go to hell
0: Yeah. So yeah and then Kristen gets kind of locked in the room, Everyone, like the door shuts, everyone like the other two are in the other room and, you know, of course like Freddie's like, Ah, like I'm gonna fucking kill you now. But Nancy comes up from behind and grabs, like, his arm and stabs him with his own glove. Just as Neil, uh, Dr. Gordon, is pushing the remains into the hole as he's, like, climbing out. Dumps the holy water on him and, uh, like, these holes.
1: Ashes to ashes,
0: dust to dust. These light holes are poking through him. And then, all of a sudden, Freddy is gone. Uh, Kincaid and Joey Burst through the, burst through the door, but Nancy's dead, and uh, this is, I don't not sure how many other of like of this franchise or whatnot, to have three survivors. Uh, yeah, we'll wait till
1: the next movie and see how that works out for them. Very true.
0: We're at Nancy's funeral now. The next, uh, well, I can't say the next day, but like uh, you know, whatever, many days it takes to plan such an event. Uh, Neil, Doctor Gordon sees the nun again who leads him to a headstone, and we find out, obviously, it was her! Oh, my God! She was Amanda Krueger, Freddy's mom!
1: Your name really wasn't Mother Helena? (laughs) Sister Mary Helena. No, those
0: those are just a sign. Haven't you ever seen the movie Sister Act? Yes. Back at home, Neil, uh, Dr. Gordon, has the Malaysian Dream Doll and the model house, and the light goes on, who is it?
1: All right, so a lot of people think it's Freddy. Obviously, like, oh, oh, there's going to be another movie. It's uh, supposed to be Nancy. Yeah. There was supposed to be a moment when Kristen mentions that Nancy, she still sees Nancy in her dreams, and she's her guardian. So when the light comes on in the house, that's supposed to be Nancy watching over him as well. I like that. It's nice. It's comforting. It is. It's it's unfortunate for Nancy that means she never goes to heaven. She's like kind of stuck in purgatory, I
0: guess. In a that's popsicle strange. house. Yeah, that's that's horrible. And it's just like Oh my god, newspaper and like paste on the that's wall. That's actually
1: that's actually oh that's a I, now that I think about it. That's that's a horrible ending. <laughs> it's very sad for Nancy. But yeah, that's the end of our movie. And when the, I die, I don't want to worry about any of you fuckers anymore.
0: Yeah, but we get the, our ending, and we get Dawkins' Dream Warriors' uh, song for the movie, which is another awesome fucking Dawkins song.
1: With the Dream
0: Warriors, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. want to live no more. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Don't want to dream, dream no more, more is live it? no more. See that yeah, I suck. See, that's why I shouldn't say you're
1: things. the worst. It's not the same thing.
0: I didn't say it was the same thing. I said that's why huh. I shouldn't sing things.
1: Oh, you shouldn't sing. No. yeah. Hey, uh, Jeremy, who sings that song? Dock It. So fucking keep it that way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you giving it,
0: birthday boy? I am going to give it... It's one of my favorites. It's one that if it's on TV, I'll, I'll always turn it on. I'm going to give it a solid three and a half. a half. Three.
1: Wow, sir. Three and a half. Three and a half brains as well.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, three and a half half brains, definitely. Uh, Great movie. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be one of people's most favorite of the sequels.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of people have kind of, at least in the last like two or three years... I've kind of gravitated to Freddy's Revenge because probably mainly because of the the documentary that came out about Mark Patton. But I mean, this is always going to be my favorite sequel.
1: I, I love it because um, when I when I was a kid, I had very lucid dreams. I mean, like I said before, I had night terrors and I, I sleptwalk a lot. But I had lucid dreams where I could like seemingly control some of my dreams. I remember one in particular. I was like trapped at like the top of this like tower and like i'm wicked scared of heights i'm not scared of heights i'm scared of falling to my death but i'm i'm there and all i remember is just like wake up wake up dude you gotta wake up like because i knew it was a dream but i was just i was terrified and i couldn't do shit about it so i i I like the whole dream warriors thing where where they
0: actually like actively fight him fan feedback and so Instagram was just basically a uh, a bunch of likes. Let's see what I got on Twitter. Uh, our friend Lauren, uh, Gilligan and Juice. Uh, she says, oh my God, Jeremy, happy birthday and fuck yeah. Gilligan. Gilligan and, and, and Juice. Uh. Starring... I'm sorry, I used to say the, just the last name. But anyway, it uh, says, happy birthday and fuck yeah, I love this movie. Uh, The puppet part scared me as a child. Uh, Mare, Mare Graves, oh, Mary, spelt M-A-I-R-E, Mary, like Mary Graves, gave it three hearts. Baroness Von Bunny said, if I'm honest, this is my fave of the series. Um, Our boy Tony says they should have continued with this plot, but Dream Master and Dream Child uh, failed to properly expand on this group. They tried, but nope.
1: I just wanted to to shout out to our boys at Slash U, real quick. Mm-hmm. We talked to them, and it was so easy to talk to those guys that we ran way over time and didn't get to do our feedback from uh, our last episode. So for favorite slashers, a lot of people g- came through Lauren. Uh, the, just the Angela gif from Sleepaway Camp. Baroness Von Bunny, hey, that's the final girl from the first movie. Oh, jeez. Friday the 13th, Part 2, which would have been on my list. You had to go with, what, did you do, Part 6?
0: I like Part 6.
1: Yeah, I like Part 2. Uh, Drama Llama said Shocker. Shocker was a favorite 80s slasher of mm-hmm. theirs. Um, Shockers, that's a movie. <laughs> Uh, Miss Creepy, if you nasty, had a gif from Maniac. Maniac is a fucking disturbing-ass movie. Um, I didn't do Maniac or Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer just because it's kind of like a reverse slasher. Uh, You know, you're seeing it from, like, their perspective, and I just kind of wanted to stick to, like, the regular regular tropes. Uh, Here we go. From Andy Mann, 006, Creative Insight. Five stars. This is a review for our podcast. I love the format of talking about specific movies and sometimes doing a tangent episode about a topic. Keep things interesting, and your chemistry is great. Nice. Josh Dodd says, Episode with Slash You was amazingly entertaining. You guys continue to get better. Keep up the good work, Mike. And chair bear, <laughs> Ruffles Van Wagon. Around the age of seven or eight, I saw pretty much all of them. Dream Warriors has to be my favorite, and uh, Freddy's Dead, the Final Nightmare. I know people hate that one, but I love it and how they can't escape. Dude, the I'm time. a
0: big fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of that so one.
1: I-, I do like Freddy's Dead. I like them all, uh, but earlier I'd asked what everyone's favorite nightmare was yeah. just just to get a, a feel Lauren said the first one's obviously a classic dream warriors is freaking awesome but part 2 holds a special place in my heart Mark Patton is so damn cute in this movie I love it so much it's bittersweet as it ruined his career the doc scream queen is a must
0: see definitely i i i 100% agree that was actually the first nightmare that i actually saw i saw part 2 and then part 1
1: I I have no idea. Like, I knew about, like, all the Jason movies, all the Freddy movies before I ever got to see them. But I, I don't know which one I saw yeah. first. Uh, Andrew Nash says he's got to go with four. I know it's flawed, but it's the end of my unofficial Elm Street trilogy. And he says one, three, and four. Plus, I had the biggest crush on Lisa Wilcox. I finally got to meet her about five years ago, and it was amazing that's that's cool all right
0: yeah i i also gonna have to give a shout out this this guy has been asking me a couple of times and i forgot to do it last time uh to give a shout out for his documentary that's coming out on uh the life and slimes of dookie flyswatter
1: With- a haunted garage uh yeah yeah they're, they're on spotify and you should definitely check that out yeah. if you want to yeah, uh, Surf Nazis must die. That's a that's a great yeah. great track by them.
0: But like he's been, he's been you know, he messaged <laughs> me a couple times. Uh, he's on Instagram at DookieDoc. Uh definitely check this out if you if you have the opportunity to 100% entertaining. I believe it was done through IndieGogo. Uh but yeah. Uh Life in Slime so Dookie Water, which I believe you can find that on yeah, um, it is definitely. It's on. Um, there's a sneak preview on YouTube, which are, it'll send you in all the directions to go to to get the uh, documentary.
1: Yeah, haunted garage is kind of like a. I uh, see. I think Gore came out first, but yeah, <laughs> it definitely reminded me of of Gore's stage presence.
0: Yes, definitely. Horror babe of the month. Yeah, you know, basically, I just. Decided this one off of one picture that may or may not be real. I don't, I don't know. It. I don't care if it's fake. Don't don't crush my dreams, bro. Like I said, there's
1: plenty of pictures of her, like like legit pictures, they're super sexy. So I, I mean, it's not a, a bad choice. That's that. That's fine, but I just think this one picture is doctored. Is all I'm saying.
0: Okay, so we're talking about Lily Munster, Yvonne DiCarlo. Now, granted, I was absolutely hammered leaving Mohegan Sun Casino when I was like flipping through stuff. And I came across the picture and I'm like, yeah, I'm changing my pick.
1: It was like Lily Munster in a like spider bikini.
0: <laughs> it just, it, it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, she, uh, obviously we know her as Lily Munster. She's done a lot. Yeah. Like she looks like she was in um, a movie called play dead. Um, she was an American Gothic uh she was in some epi- uh she was in an episode of tales from the crypt she played mrs jones uh, she was in an was it an animated version no no she was uh, in here comes the monsters in 1995 as a restaurant guest but yeah and then as mike recently sent to me she was a very accomplished singer as well
1: yes yeah, she's. uh you can check her out on on spotify my favorite track from her is one for my baby and one more for the road. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's pretty good. She got blue moon. Yeah, I actually ended up listening to that moon. entire
0: album on my way home from work. But anyway, so cheers. Unfortunately, she
1: had a minor stroke in 98, um, became a resident of, basically, I don't know, a hospice, uh, where she spent almost another decade. She died... 2007 so this is our second posthumous horror babe uh yep. but definitely deserving of the title obviously everyone loves the lily munster but uh, shit rob zombies munster's movies coming out later this year i believe yeah yeah i'm actually Who's lily munster oh it's his wife of course
0: <laughs> i was about to say isn't that rhetorical <laughs> hey
1: i i've got no no problem with that like oh i don't either he, everyone he bitches. He loves his wife. He makes movies. Every, Why would he and put compl- his hot wife? Yeah, everyone bitches
0: and complains as, that she's in like all of his movies. Who gives a shit? Uh, isn't
1: she hot? She is. Oh,
0: yeah, she is. Oh, so then put her in the fucking movie. Yeah. Huh? Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, other than that, I just want to give a special thanks to everyone that's listening. Um, Also, all the people that corrected my anaconda tweet. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes uh, math is hard at five in the morning. So, yeah.
0: I first read that and I was like, holy shit, 30 years, that's insane. Wait, that says 97.
1: (laughs) Oops. Also, (laughs) Mother's Day is coming up. Our next episode is probably going to come out after mother's day i'm not sure exactly when that is should probably get on that and so we can get some good gifts for our mommies um yeah so special shout out to all all the mothers out there yep. uh you are the most important people on the planet so thank you and happy mother's day that being said you can catch us where you're catching us right now that's the best way to to listen to your, your podcasts because you know that's where you like to listen to it i like spotify so it's, it's a easy breezy cover girl, you know what I'm saying? iTunes, though, if you want to give us a good review, maybe like give us a little blurb, we'll shout you out in the next episode. Fansofthedeadpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to suggest a movie or a tangent, ah, the next tangent I'm very excited for. It's going to be pretty cool. We might have to blow up the fucking world. Blow up the outside, if you know what I mean.
0: But before we do that, you can also check us out on Instagram, uh, Fans of the Dead Podcast. We're on Facebook, Fans of the Dead. We have a website, fansofthedead.com, where you can check out all of our episodes, our YouTube videos. You can get t-shirts. Mike is working on hats. Oh,
1: happy birthday, brother. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, whenever, whenever you come over and fucking pick it up.
0: I will Make a point to come over, and, and I don't know if you
1: notice, I'm wearing my hat right now. I
0: did, so when I come, so there are two in
1: existence. So when
0: I go pick up my hat, I can give you your Christmas present slash birthday present of your Red Miller thing. Nice, that nice. I just haven't had a chance to give to you, but anyway.
1: Well, we have to uh, meet up for the next episode anyway because we're gonna do a special video that goes along with the episode. All right, then. yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Fans of the Dead
0: One. That's the number one. That's uh, I think that's it. That's it. We are on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, the PFPM, PFPN. Sorry. Uh, check us out there. There's a lot of other shows that you can check out. Uh, Attack of the Killer Podcast is a is a great one. Yeah, I think that about uh, that wraps that up. Cool.
1: All right. Uh, Well, thanks for listening. Have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your earholes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.